Eat the Pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast. Every week we look at the ways different movies from classic horror to rom-com use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry. I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frameworks works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration this is kat from dining at disney and i'm here with Kristen. tell us about some travel deals well right now if you are looking to take a disney cruise now is the time to do it on select dates you can take advantage of saving up to 35 percent off uh, rates. So some of the places that those are going to be sailing from include Miami and Dover. So definitely make sure to check out, you know, a Disney cruise if you're looking to take one because they are definitely fun. And it's nice that it's a percentage deal instead of being kids sale free, which is the most popular one that Disney puts out is the kids sales free. So 35% off. I'll take that. And uh, how can they book these things? You can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I am Kristen, Disney foodie and travel expert. And with me is Bubba, former cast member, all around good guy, and Kat, who is our, um, our film person. I know you've got you've got the title. It's a long one. I'll <laughs> but take Kat, it. Cat gets oh, to do I'll take it. cool things like make food look pretty on screen. So, <laughs> and she's by coastal annual pass holder. So, uh, if you haven't already, you make sure you like, subscribe, and yeah, like, subscribe on any of your favorite podcasting places. For those of you new to the show, we do two a week. Uh, Kat, you want to tell everybody what we're talking about? We've got some news stories and then it's been a while since we did it, but I've been thinking about it nonstop. Uh, some flower and garden food reviews from me, resident allergy queen. 
(laughs) (laughs) So before we get into that, let's start talking a little bit about some of the Disney food news we have. Uh, I'll kick off with the first story. It has to do with Chef Art Smith's homecoming. They now have some new menu items that you can check out. These include the St. Augustine Mahi Mahi, a passion fruit daiquiri, crispy cauliflower bites. Uh, I'm assuming this is a drink. It's called Tropical Itch. There is a grilled shrimp, watermelon, and a feta salad. That sounds delicious. A summer squash casserole, a spicy watermelon margarita. That's right up my alley right there. And roasted veggie and potato medley. Sounds good. Um, We also have some uh, new additions to some of the menu items over at uh, Disney World. Kat, do you want to mention some of those new ones that have been added recently? Yeah, I do. Uh, Most notably, Tony's Town Square, not a huge popular place for people to eat but they've added some new menu items that hopefully it's going to get more crowd over there uh toy box tomato salad a garden salad garlic bread everyone loves garlic bread uh butcher steak orchetti with spicy italian sausage penne with chicken al forno tony's spumoni tart i don't know what that is but i it sounds delightful i love spumoni and mandarin cello custard. So that's a orange cello, Kristen. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Hey, oh, uh, let's see what else is happening around here. The Pizza Ataglia window at Vianopoli at Epcot is closed. No, yeah, Epcot is closed. So if you're looking for a slice on the go, you will not be able to find it there, unfortunately. Nomad Lounge at Animal Kingdom has added their tuna poke bowl back to the menu. That is a favorite. I recommend it highly. Um, oh, yes. Mango punch cocktail, which we talked about a little bit either last week or the week before, is featured at Animal Kingdom also for the whole month with that awesome history about mango in India, in Asia and South America. So check that out. It looks delicious. Um, what else? That, that looks like everything. We talked a little bit about the Asian-inspired items that are happening all over the world of Disney this month, May, for AAPI Heritage Month. And Cherry Cheesecake of Madness. Okay, oh. this... This is clever and I'm into it. It's a cherry cheesecake of madness dessert available at Disney World Resorts, uh, End Zone Food Court, Intermission Food Court, World Premier Food Court at the All Star uh, Hotels in honor, of course, of Mama Wanda Scarlet Witch. <laughs> so if you're in Disney World and you're checking those out, be sure to tag us in your photos, please. I know, Bubba, you've got some food stuff about Disneyland, right? Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for some other barbecue to come back to the park ever since Woody's Roundup or Barbecue Roundup closed. It's just there's some there's some OK stuff at the River Bell that they have right now, but like ribs and all that good stuff. So now Paradise Garden Grill in California Adventures, they just started some new barbecue items. You can do the North Carolina style pulled pork barbecue sandwich. The Impossible Barbecue Burger, which is um, is a plant based potato uh, with a with a plant based potato salad, um, 
St. Louis style barbecue rubbed chicken. Uh, it's a half chicken that you can get. And then the Kansas City style barbecue ribs. Then you can choose one side for each of those that your choice of poblano mac and cheese, uh, chuck bean wag, uh, chuck wagon beans, creamy coleslaw and potato salad with bacon. Now, if you are also in with a group of people, they have this new platter called the family picnic platter for uh, $64.99. You get a uh, half a barbecue chicken, pulled pork, ribs, andouille sausage, and then it comes with a couple of sides of mac and cheese, the beans, the potato salad, the coleslaw, but you also get jalapeno cheddar cornbread, and it's also served with pickles and onions, and there was also dessert, which is a cherry cheesecake. This serves about two to four people. with me, I'll probably eat half of that because I love me some barbecue. And if it's any type of barbecue that Woody's Roundup barbecue had, you guys know it's just, just amazing barbecue. So once again, that's at Paradise Garden Grill in California Adventure. And then I guess we do have a couple of new things going on at um, Tangaroa Terrace and in Craftsman Bar and Grill. They've added a couple of items but they've also or sorry they removed items they added some items and they also did raise prices so i people just be aware people, prices where are going to be raised this has nothing to do with making profit this has to do with the cost of everything so just please be aware of that that's what i'm trying to tell everybody now so um some of the new uh, changes uh i can't really read my screen right now <laughs> Sorry. So they do have some breakfast items. I don't know what's new, but, you know, you can get a smoked salmon bagel sandwich. That that sounds, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a fish person in the morning. How about you guys? (laughs) Uh, I I don't mind fish. In the morning? Yeah. Lock lock salmon. salmon. Lock salmon. Right. Lock salmon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I understand. You can do the American breakfast, scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, fruit, potato bites, and toast. Uh, they got a bread pudding, a wet burrito. That sounds like something up my alley. Bacon, eggs, potato bites, cheese wrapped in a tortilla, uh, in a flour tortilla, topped with roasted red salsa, crema, queso fresco, and micro cilantro. You could also get a poached egg with avocado and a bagel crisp. Uh, their breakfast sandwich is ham, eggs, potato bites, melted cheese on a toasted croissant with arugula salad, cucumber, feta cheese, and tomato vinaigrette. That's pretty fancy. An egg white omelet um, with uh, turkey bacon, spinach, tomato, avocado, crema, and that serves with the arugula salad also. Belgian waffle, uh, seasonal compote, powdered sugar, chocolate, hazelnut, and sauce, and chantilly cream, or the huevos rancheros breakfast flatbread this is my my i love me some chorizo and eggs fried egg chorizo black beans uh black bean spread roasted red salsa avocado drizzle cheese cilantro and tortilla strips that's almost like a uh chilaquiles almost in a way yeah so some of the items that have been removed are the three cheese quiche the roasted vegetable quiche the white uh, egg white scramble the biscuit French toast, that's disappointing. Avocado toast, breakfast burrito, roasted curry, cauliflower salad also were removed. And then a couple of allergy, uh, uh, their allergy uh, friendly versions of these items were removed for those two. So 
Um, sorry, Cap. <laughs> but I mean, avocado toast. I'm surprised they got rid of that because that's that is a very popular item here. And well, they oh, just yeah. changed it. They just changed it. If they have now, they have poached egg with avocado and bagel crisps. Okay, so, so that's what that. Okay. Yeah. Um, some of bougie the bougie avocado items. toast. Even more bougie <laughs> avocado toast. Even more bougie. And then other items that include for uh, you know the cob salad. Uh, or the bread pudding, which you can also get during breakfast. Their lunch dinner menu, uh, we'll go with some of the new dishes that were added, the avocado panzanella, the carnitas quesadilla, Mediterranean wagyu beef, the mole poblano chicken wings, bulgari beef skewers, uh, rice bowl, seared salmon salad, the impossible meatball in marinara, in marinara sauce, Italian sandwich, Turkey and Swiss sandwich, a grilled vegetable wrap, and the Cobb salad also, uh, which you can get during lunch. Some of the items that were removed, though, were, uh, of course, the avocado toast, the main lobster quesadilla, the black truffle char cauliflower grilled cheese sandwich, the Cali sliders, go- uh, koi. <laughs> garlic soy glazed <laughs> chicken wings, rice bowl, uh, lemon samox, I believe I'm saying that, salmon salad, mortadella sandwich also and the prosciutto burrata and tomato sandwich and that sounds curried, good though curried chicken sandwich and of course the allergy of friendly items were also removed for those so uh, the prices um you know some of these range anywhere from uh, 13 14 dollars to uh you know sorry i'm reading the wrong one yeah um uh, yeah, fourteen dollars. You know, during breakfast, you're probably going to spend like you know around twenty dollars for per item for breakfast and for lunch. So they they still seem reasonable. You know, especially with Disney. You know, it's uh, you know Craftsman is a very popular place too. I mean, it's it's starting to be one of those uh, kind of like magic key holder places. You know, the little hidden gems where they just go and hang out. You know, before or after, kind of like how uh, Trader Sam's is and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, the Tangaroa Terrace, if anybody wants to go down that menu about what they added and what they removed. What? You got a cat? Yeah, I do. Um, so from Tangaroa Terrace, they have removed the three cheese quiche. Seems like quiche is on the out yeah. over there as well. Oh, wait, no, that, this is, that's wrong because that's, that's, not, that's not right. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I closed the wrong window. <laughs> Oops. I think they're starting to use at uh, Carnation Cafe. It's kind of like sous vide eggs to kind of replace the eggs during breakfast. Hmm. If you ever had sous vide eggs, yeah. Taylor gets them at Starbucks all the time. She loves them. (laughs) Okay, for real this time, things that were removed. Asian salad, Lay's potato chips, Doritos, (laughs) the Sable Heart cookie, and the Red Velvet Cupcakes were removed and added... They've added a short rib steak and egg, Ooh. a pineapple upside down cake, a whoopie pie, kashi Ooh. cereal, frozen bananas, um, and a loco moco burrito, which sounds delightful. Mm. Um, Tangaro Terrace, great, great options there for breakfast. Uh, thick and fluffy Japanese pancakes. Not something I can oh. eat, but something I like to watch jiggle on Instagram a lot. Yeah, so, I love seeing those, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And then for lunch and dinner over there, they've taken 
The temperature. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's not a happy sounding cat. <laughs> hello. They have taken. <laughs> they have taken the temperature shrimp off of the lunch and dinner menu and added takoyaki which is a fried octopus cake drizzled with unagi and togarashi aioli topped with green onion and bonito flakes, something that is very popular around here. I, I don't know how these are going to be, but I'm interested in hearing about them if anyone tries them. I think uh, I might have to go here. Yeah, yeah do it. interesting. Definitely do it. Um, yes, yeah, so there's lots of stuff happening over at Tangaroa Terrace. I was just there for Dapper Day. Everything is always delicious. Please go if you get a chance. And I have some news about STK Steakhouse. So uh, if you're going to be in in Disney Springs, you can definitely check this out. If you like happy hour like I do, they have happy Mm -hmm. hour from Monday to Friday. And they have bites and drinks part of this happy hour. So to start, everything is going to be... Three, six, or nine dollars. So for three dollars, you can get oyster on the half shell, tater tots, falafel, and chili tahini. For six dollars, they have little burger and truffle fries, giant wagyu meatball, short rib quesadilla. That sounds delicious. Vodka cured cucumber and salmon stiletto. Uh, for nine dollars, beef tartare, tuna tartare taco, popcorn chicken. Crispy calamari, jalapeno pickled shrimp cocktail, and BTK frites for beverages. SDK. What did I say? Did you say BTK? You said you said WeTK. Like SDK. Oh. <laughs> Does it say BTK? If it says BTK, I'm going to lose my mind. No, it's it's a, 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 BTK is, is a serial killer, just so everyone knows. Let, let, me, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. So one of our favorite things to do after we, we you know, put the kids down and we, we have dinner is we watch, we watch ID Network and we yes. watch all of those shows like Evil Lives Here and, yes. like, and like some stuff from Annie about, uh, about the murder, sus- suspense and unsolved mysteries. Oh, yeah. And so this is what I do on my lunch break every day at work. I turn on oxygen and I watch Dateline. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Like we'll watch 2020 and we'll watch all those crazy stories about people. So I think uh, they have like a new Netflix show that says something about the BTK, BTK murder tapes or whatever. Oh, gosh. So, um, he he was not making steak free, but uh, <laughs> you know, he's not John. Oh, he's gosh. not. He's not Casey. Okay, that was, that was a tape, no, the Casey said, tapes. The Casey that's tape. funny. He said BTK. Not, BTK. <laughs> not to be confused with BK, BK. or B B T S B T N K O T B. What? Or N K O T B. N K O T B B S B. B R B. L O L. Okay. Amazing. Okay. So I love that commercial too, by the way. Where not, that's all they're doing is saying letters. LOL, you know, TJF. <laughs> that's all they're saying are those little callers. But anyway, yes, STK. Beverages. STK. Yeah. STK. All right. Actually, this menu this doesn't look pretty. It looks pretty good for being three and six and nine. Yeah. It does. Really good. 
I'll take one of yeah. each. For beverages, it includes signature cocktails, Chimay bottle, and select Ooh. wines by the glass. Chimay, so, I haven't had that in forever, but it is yum. delish. Yes, it is. And I definitely, I like happy hours. We may have to do, in a, in a future episode, do one all about, like, the, the happy hours that you can find on both go- coasts. Oh yeah, yeah. And probably at Downtown Disney, there's a lot of few places that do happy yep, hours. For sure. for sure. Same with Disney Springs. Yep. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, I think we covered all the food news we've got. So on yeah, murderers too, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> on to cats. <laughs> Diversify. <laughs> on to cats review of what she got to enjoy at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. With yes. the mini version of food and wine. <laughs> yes. So I I am ashamed to admit that I didn't get to try as many things as I would have liked to try simply because I'm a very early riser. And a lot of these things don't open till 11 o'clock. And like 11 o'clock, if I get there at 8, I'm already gone by 11 o'clock. Let's be honest sometimes. <laughs> so... It's fine. Um, But I did get to try a few really delicious things. And one of those things was the arepas from La Isla Fresca with melted Mm. queso fresco. I didn't try the shrimp shrimp. I didn't try the shrimp ones because, again, it was 11 o'clock in the morning and I wasn't feeling it. But the cheese was delish. I love an arepa. Arepa is a corn cake for anybody who's not had an arepa before. But they're delicious. I love an arepa. This one was really good. People have been talking about how they were not great at the beginning of the festival. And I guess this booth is supposed to be like Encanto themed, I guess. They have like Encanto music playing nearby, but whatever. Um, The Rapa when I had it was really delicious. Uh, I really enjoyed it. We also had the Tupelo honey and sweet corn spoon bread with jalapenos, bacon and house-made whipped honey butter, which was as delicious as it sounds. At the Honey Bistro. Um, I love the Honey Bistro. This is the first year they've ever had anything that I can eat there. Um, but I do like to hang out there because I love Spike the Bee. Um, Spike and they the have all so the information cute. about bees. I love bees. Um, so it was really cool to be able to actually have something and try something there with the local honey. And it was delicious. And then we also had the, uh, where is it? Where are you? Street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread at the Flavorful Kitchen, which was also really delicious. Um, I love street corn. I don't know about anybody else, but street corn. This street corn was, yes. Yes, Bubba, I know you do, for sure. Yes. Um, This one was really good. It wasn't as good as the curried corn at Animal Kingdom, but it was good. I would recommend it, especially if you're going to Epcot over Animal Kingdom. I like street corn and they have over at, I believe we picked it up at Costco and they have a street corn dip. Yes, Yes, I've had that. That is so good. good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes. I I haven't had it, but I mean, I go to Costco all the time. It's delicious. I've seen it there. So now I'm going to have to try it. Okay. Because it's It's, delicious. It's It's very difficult to stop eating it. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, and then uh, we had some beverages. Uh, Flower and Garden Festival. What? What? Where's this thingy? Okay, Flower and Garden Festival for me is not about the food or about the um, 
flowers or about gardens. It's about frozen desert violet lemonade. Just I thought you were going to say it's about Spike the Bee. No, well, I mean, it's about Spike the Bee, but when it comes to things I can ingest, it's about frozen desert, desert violet lemonade. Um, and I have like four of them, let's be honest. I bring my own straws because straws, they are garbage right now. And it's delicious. Recommend highly. It is kind of like if you froze the desert pear of dice soda at Cars Land into a slush wow. and then put a flower on top of it. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It is. It's really I good. Could, it's got so much sugar in it, but I could probably drink a gallon of this stuff. I, I'm like no hesitation whatsoever. <laughs> and then we also had the, I want to make sure I'm saying this. Konami, there you are. We had the Yuzu Tilted Tonic Hard Seltzer. I am not a fan of hard seltzer. I think it tastes like nail polish flavor. Mm-hmm. This hard seltzer was delicious. It was so good. I was shocked at how why, good it was. How is it different from other seltzer? Why, why was, yeah. I don't know one. if it was the citrus, the like, because Yuzu is like a sharp citrus. Um, it was, there was no aftertaste. It wasn't too sweet. It wasn't too dry. It was just like Goldilocks. It was perfect. Nice. And, I don't know what is different about this hard seltzer because I've tried every other hard seltzer. My brother used to work in, in beer distribution. So every time a new hard seltzer came out, we would try it. Like at Christmas, they had the like variety pack. Yeah. And we would pop every flavor and then pass them around, which is not COVID friendly. I know that, but you know, whatever. <laughs> this one, I could have drank the whole can. I really could have. And I don't, I don't say that easily about hard seltzers because it's just not, not my bag. But this one was delicious really enjoyed it at the japan booth um hanami i always find them to either be too sweet or they have like a strange aftertaste and they're kind of salty like you're drinking a salt water beverage and i just i don't like that i don't i don't want my drink to taste like salt the only time drink salt goes with my drink is when i'm having a margarita yeah 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 i agree i agree yeah but this one I recommend it. If you can find it somewhere, Yuzu Tilted Tonic Hard Seltzer. It was delightful. I would drink it again. And then finally, one of my other favorite things at the uh, festival is La Vie and Rose Frozen Slush at France Pavilion. Uh, we did not make it onto Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at this vacation because it was an incredibly long line. Um, but we did stop to look at people who were waiting and <laughs> give them our sympathy and then also drink this delicious slush, which is a vodka, orange vodka and liqueur with white and red cranberry juice frozen in a lovely plastic martini glass. It's delicious. Can't say enough about it. Love it. Great beverages at this festival. And I'm excited to see, hopefully, not not soon, but, you know, soon-ish, we should see some uh, food and wine menus for yeah. Orlando. But these items are available until July 4th, which is just another month and a half, two months, maybe. I don't know what day it is. Um, ish. So if you get out there to try them, these BTW, I know I probably don't have to say it, but everything I've mentioned here is gluten or wheat friendly because it's me. <laughs> just reiterating it i will say (laughs) that it is funny how soon as one festival ends the next one starts the following week 
I mean, yep. it's like there is no time without food kiosks around. Yeah, it's starting to be that way with California Adventure because there, I yeah. think Touch of Disney is coming back for the summer. Uh, and that's basically the food festival that, you know, happened last year. That That's what opened Disneyland back, even though none of the rides and everything were on or shows. You still got to go into California Adventure and enjoy food and the views and stuff like that. I think they are bringing back Touch of Disney uh, for the summer. And then that just goes right at once that's done festival of holidays for the winter time yeah you know i don't mind that there's a festival happening every day now i do think it helps with food availability lines lines for things are always long and i feel like the more options you offer the less line you're gonna have to stand in ideally uh-huh. you know everybody wants the beef tenderloin or whatever from canada so there's 76 people in that line and nobody wants a taco you go to the taco stand it's fine either way it's going to be delicious like why are, we don't have to debate it well so you know i am I'm, I'm cool with it if if it means i can get my diet coke faster at disney at california adventure <laughs> you know what put 75 of those things up let's go the other thing too about having the festivals last longer even though now they're like ridiculously long amounts of time, that means the people have more time to visit. They're not trying to make their fit their trip in this little small window of, of 60 days or whatever it is that the festival typically used to happen. And I mean, we've seen over the past five, 10 years, they add another week here, another week there. And now it's just, you know, yeah. insane that, you know, it used to start at the end of September and now mid-July we have food and wine festival going on. No complaints for me. I am looking forward to it. I love food and wine festival. So uh, you're never going to hear me complain about more food options for me to enjoy. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. Yeah. I will say unrelated to these two topics, I did get tickets to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah, all right. For our visit in October. So nice. that starts in August. Mickey's Not So Scary starts in August in Orlando. I don't know what time Oogie Boogie is going to start here. What day Oogie Boogie is going to start here. I'm sure it'll start in, in like just yeah. maybe early or late August. I would right? guess. Yeah. Yeah. So there's stuff going on earlier and earlier every year now. I'm fine with it. Halloween could start tomorrow and I'd be okay with it. So <laughs> it's great more events more things let's let's give more people the opportunity to go especially with the scarcity and reservations uh yes looking at you disneyland (laughs) oh no it's it's a little bit better now i'll i'll give them that when it comes to reservations um so we haven't had problems lately for days we wanted to go even if it's the next week or whatever or I thought I made a reservation, you know, for the when we were there, May 3rd, May 4th. Come to find out, I never hit the enter button. So we were panicking because we didn't have reservations. And then Taylor went on and it was on her app that it was still open. But on my app, it showed it was closed. So it was just weird. So she was still able weird. to get the reservations. Yeah, it was. It's, yeah. So but you know, people just keep looking every day. If you want to go next week and it's booked, look every day. Look at, when you get a chance. Because something will just pop up. Yeah. 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 
Well, we hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor or any of your other favorite podcasting platforms. But if you do check us out on Anchor, you can also donate to us there as well and be a sponsor of the show for as little as 99 cents. You can also support us by shopping our links to Amazon, Disney Store, and Garden Grocer whenever you're doing your shopping. Just go to diningatdisney.com and you'll find those links there. Bub, you want to tell everybody where they can find us? No, but I'll have Elliot tell you. Okay, <laughs> Elliot, tell <laughs> us. That's how he sounds. No, I'll tell you guys. So you can find us at diningatdisney.com, all of our social media platforms on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, diningatdisney.com. You can find me on Instagram, big underscore bubba underscore and you can contact Kristen at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com for any trip you're taking. Wherever you're going, talk to this woman right here and she will hook it up for you. Kat, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at CHT underscore A S T R O P H E. Make sure to check out some other podcasts, including the Disney List with our very own Kristen and Al John. WW Park Hoppers with Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid. Disney Parks Podcast with Tony and John. Skull Rock Podcast with Al John and Dave Foster. And my podcast, Eat the Pictures. And for Facebook fun, join our friends the Disney Dorks, the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone, and don't forget to join the Dining at Disney Facebook group. There's a lot of really cool stuff happening over there. Also, when you are checking out the podcast, do not forget to give us a five-star rating or review. We would love it, and we'll even read it on the show. So until next time, I'm Kristen. With me was Bubba and Kat. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. You'd just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. 
I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host the Disney List Podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com.